one of the most craziest things that we see um, that is such a trend now is ghosting, right? People just kind of like disappearing, falling off the face of the earth, um, acting like you don't exist and, you know, going forward. Now, a ghoster is in short, a coward. That's it. Like, there's nothing to explain about it. There's nothing to say. Nothing like that. It is just a person who is a coward. Long definition may be someone who doesn't like confrontation, doesn't care uh, to express to you how they feel or, you know, doesn't care about how you feel. Um, This person may have been raised in an avoidant home where... You know, when conflict happened, we don't we don't talk about it. We don't do anything about it. You know, we either thug it out in that moment or just act like it never existed. So when you deal with someone who is ghosting or you are a ghoster, you have to know that that is a character flaw and uh, a personality flaw. It's actually it's not good. It's not cute, and it's actually something that. Even me, myself, I had to work on because I, too, was the type of person that in all of my relationship dynamics, if I really cared about you, I would probably go back and forth with you um, or at least attempt to. But once I feel like, you know, you don't care about my opinion or, um, you know, you're not making time for us to solve this, this conflict, this issue... Or if I just feel like it doesn't matter or you just don't really resonate with me, so I just feel like I I didn't have to tell you how I felt. I was a ghost. I was a coward. I was a terrible coward. Like I said, I hated confrontation. Um, Even sometimes a lot of people that was really close to me, like I would just ghost them because, well, not really. Hold on. Because I was thinking about it like the times that I ghosted people who... I really cared about. And that was only because I felt like the situation, we just wasn't, we wasn't meeting, you know, head to head. So I just wanted to run away from the situation altogether until I was more level-headed to deal with it. Now, did I say that? No. So I guess that would be considered ghosting. However, like I said before, it is cowardly. It is a coward trait. And it is a character flaw because one, it goes to show that you probably have some type of uh, lack of speech, right? Maybe you don't know how to articulate yourself. Um, So it also shows your intelligence, right? Especially your emotional intelligence. Like ghosting someone can be very hurtful. You know, it's very hurtful. It's very manipulative, especially when you ghost somebody and then try to like come back. That's very manipulative. And like I said, if you were raised like that, you don't really pick up on it. You don't really notice that you have some type of psychotic thing going on with you because you think it's normal because so many of us do this. So many of us ghost. However, I want to just start this from... I want to finish this, excuse me, from two different perspectives. Sorry, I'm having a tic-tac right now, and it's like, it's tic-tacking, I guess. (laughs) Um, So if you are a ghoster, like I said, you need to to work on that. 
You need, as a grown person, there is no reason why you can't communicate to somebody, hey, I don't want to talk to you anymore, or hey, um, you know, this situation is not working for me, you know, I wish you the best, blah, blah, blah. Now, granted, I understand the reason why some ghosters, ghosters would rather not engage in that conversation, because for me, when I used to be a cowardly ghoster, I did not like when I would try to exercise my wisdom, right? Like applying what I know, like, you know, that's not right. You should have like these conversations with people um, to let them know like the status of your situation or y'all situation together. So I would try and I would be like, hey, you know, I'm not interested, blah, blah, blah. And then these people would like try to like beg and plead and like, and, and I didn't like that. Like, that was very emotionally uncomfortable for me. So if you are, you know, on either end of this, it's like we, as a whole, we as a collective need to be a little bit more mature. We need to be mature enough to say how we feel and mature enough to address things and mature enough to let people know, hey, I'm establishing a boundary with you. Um, And that's it. it. You don't have to tell somebody why. Like, you don't need to know why. If somebody doesn't want to deal with you, if somebody doesn't care enough about you to contact you, you really don't need to know why. You don't. All you need to do is accept the fact like, yo, this person is immature. This person obviously has some type of speech delay. And this person is emotionally unintelligent. So why why would I care to know why you don't want to talk to me anymore or why you ghosted me or why? Like, I don't care. At least now, maybe... When I was a ghoster and I finally got my karma <laughs> and I finally got my karma getting ghosted by somebody who I really like, it was like really tough for me. It was like an ego death, but it was a good ego death because it was like, no, see, this is how other people felt when you did that to them. Right. So from then times alone, I learned, all right, well, I'm going to just, I'm going to just communicate with people. I'm just tell them straight up. So I know now when people interact with me and they're like, you know, wow, like, I can't believe you said that you don't want to talk to me or you didn't want to do this with me anymore. You didn't. Yeah, because I'm going to tell you how I feel because I've grown to learn that I don't want certain experiences to happen to me. So the best way for me to like try to avoid that is by me to do what's right first. Right. So like I had to start stepping forward and saying, hey, no, the situation is not working. Blah, blah, blah. Now, granted, with the grace of God, I never had anybody. Um want any explanations or anything because usually it's common sense like you know why I don't want to talk to you anymore I'm actually still being graceful by telling you that I don't so that there's no confusions or illusions of the boundary that I'm about to put up right so like again if you are a ghoster you need to really work on yourself that's that's like that's crazy and that just again goes to show your childhood and how much your childhood has affected you to where you have grown up and you are now a like deficient adult. Like that's that's not okay. And I, I'm not saying this to be mean because like I said, I was a ghoster too, right? I was a cowardly person too, who was afraid of confrontation. But it's like after a while, you know, it happens to everybody. Who, which of us has not gotten ghosted yet? Like, let's be real. Everybody gets ghosted, and sometimes every one of us ghosts. But it's time for us to be a little bit more mature with how we are dealing with people because at the end of the day, people have feelings, right? Like, you could have just met somebody 
for one night and then you just ghost them like you never know you know what I'm saying like how someone is gonna feel about you about the experience so it's like just have the common courtesy to say hey you know um had a great time but you know you know I no longer wish to talk um blah 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 blah. and that person who you're telling needs to be mature enough to accept it right so before we get into getting ghosted let's kind of just sit with that part right there like as mature adults we need to be emotionally intelligent so usually when people don't want to deal with you they give you clear signals clear but it is it is us and sometimes our neediness and our our temptation uh to to want to know you know to to want to know why we are not good enough to want to know why we were not chosen like that's temptation and it's and it's a bad temptation because it's stemming from a place of lack you know a lack of self-worth a lack of self-confidence where you're just mind-boggled as to why this person would do this to you or why things are just not going how they are supposed to be going um as women right? When a man ghosts you as a woman, I'm telling you, never talk to that nigga again. You don't give him a second chance or nothing. Why? Because at the end of the day, when people first meet you, they already know what's up. They already know if they should respect you, um, how they should treat you, whatever, right? Now, the only other way is like if there's some drastic emergency, like a death in the family, uh, maybe the person got sick, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, the person's children maybe have got sick. Like, like stuff like that is like, okay, you know, I understand. Because I would have probably, you know, wanted to take time out to myself too. But if it's like, just for no reason, a person just say, oh, hey, I was working. You're a liar. Nobody's not working that much. Like, and, I, and I'm sorry. Like, but us as women, we really have to start being real. Because a lot of us, we dead ass work. Some of us even work two jobs. And we're, we're building empires and other companies. And we still could text and maintain clear communication with other people. So really stop, like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, people are different, but not that different. Who don't have their phone in their hand with them 24-7 a day? Right? Like, no, when somebody is showing you that they don't fuck with you, it's okay to accept it as it is and then move on instead of getting stuck. Because when you get stuck trying to figure out and dissect, like I said, why somebody is treating you, you know, messed up, then you put yourself in a stagnant energy and you you put on like a signal to other people, other suitors that you're not interested or that you're taken, but you're just taken by yourself and by your own mental constraints of, you know, again, self-delusion and self-illusion over somebody else and what somebody else did. No, if a guy ghosts you one time, even one time, just get rid of them. Get rid of them, block their number, and move on with your life. Same thing for guys, because nobody has time to play with people. Like, this is like, this is the end of the world. Why, like, why would people think that this is the time to be playing games? It's not. If you don't want to talk, then say that. Right? And there's different kinds of ghosting. It's like, there's a type of ghosting where... You know, you meet somebody, you exchange numbers, and then, like, you just never hear from that person again, right? Like, okay, that that's 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 just, that's not even ghosting. That's just, it, you know, y'all both just didn't really feel the connection. But let's say, for example, if you meet somebody, y'all exchange numbers, and then one of you contacts the other, and the other person doesn't answer ever, like, just, just tell the truth. <laughs> 
Just tell the truth instead of leaving that person mind boggled. But then on the other end, that person dead ass didn't answer. Especially if you have an iPhone, they got an iPhone and it says delivered honey. I don't know how much more disrespect you want to tolerate. Block that person and get rid of them. Because what? Ew. <laughs> right? Like, that's that's not okay. That's not okay. And like I said, we have to work on our self-worth and our self-confidence not to be chasing people. Like, for me, I'm single and I'm mingling. And my thing is, like, if a connection is going between us, I'm going to let it go. Like, I'm going to let it go and go and go and go and go until it doesn't go anymore. And when it stops, when it stops being uh, reciprocal, then I'm out of there. Like at the end of the day, I don't have time to 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 uh, feed into anybody's traumas or coddle anybody who wants to hurt me. Like, no, that's that's laying in bed with the enemy. Somebody who will ghost you is somebody who don't fuck with you. So why would you want to even have other interactions with them? No, I'm good. Right. So I guess we kind of already segued. <laughs> into um you know into if you are the one that was ghosted like you have to just like I said block that person and unfortunately and I know it's really hard like for me I'm a cancer mercury so I hold on to every little experience every little communication every dream like I hold on to it so much and I'm so emotionally attached to it but what I was what I had to realize on my journey was that was holding me up (laughs) like that was holding me up and that was blocking me and it was stagnating me because I was holding on to people who were clearly gone, right? Clearly gone. Again, I didn't, I didn't realize it. Like I didn't realize like this was a reflection of my own self-worth or my own, uh, you know, self-value. I didn't realize that. And so after I'm like, wait, oh, hell no, I'm not sitting around waiting, but no, no, don't sit around and wait for anybody. I, I'm telling you, if somebody doesn't respond to your text messages these days in less than 24 hours and nothing catastrophe style happened, block their number and move on with your life. Because like I said, that person is blatantly disrespecting you. And again, you could sit there and ponder all the different all the different reasons why that person would have ghosted you. You know, maybe they didn't like you. Maybe they weren't really attracted to you. Maybe they were just drunk. Maybe, you know, um, hmm. you know, maybe they were actually married. Maybe they actually had children and a baby mother or a baby daddy. Or, you know, maybe they were looking for a sugar mama, sugar daddy, and realized that it wasn't going to be you. Like, rejection is dead ass your protection sometimes. And... I have to say that for me, 90% of the time, or at least 95%, the rejection has always been my protection. Straight up. But it's removing the ego, right? It's removing the ego from feeling, you know, that shattered, oh, I wasn't chosen, or oh, they didn't like me. No, fuck that. Who cares? Go find somebody who's going to fawn over you because the people who are for you will gravitate towards you and never let you go. Like, that's how you know when people is really for you because they gravitate towards you all the time and never let you go. And even if it's not always uh, physical, right? Because everybody's living their life, doing their own thing. But it's it's emotional. It's it's mental. It's it's 
uh, spiritual, right? Like, that's when you know that people is really for you. Like, if I can't see you, I'm going to at least check on you, you know, two, two, three times out the week to make sure that you're okay. Like, that's when you know that somebody is really for you. But when somebody is not for you, they're going to show you. They're going to clearly cut, cut connection in all different realms. In, in the 3D, the 5D, they're going to cut it. And you have to respect that. You have to respect yourself enough to respect the, that other person's boundaries too because you would want somebody to respect yours. And again, it doesn't matter. When we start sitting down pining, oh, why didn't they like me? Or maybe they met someone else. Okay, so what? And they're a douchebag and they're going to meet another douchebag. So what's up? And if anything, they're going to get karma. The same thing that they did to you is going to happen right back to them. So you good, you Gucci, like just move on. Right. And just make sure that you move with integrity in your communication and your relationships with people. And that's how you will always get blessed. Always. Because that's just how karma works. Like karma is is an energetic monitor that monitors what we do and how we treat people. Now, at the end of the day, even very strangers, even homeless people, even people who, you know, struggle with with mental mental disabilities It is our human duty to treat everybody with the same respect that we would want to be treated with, right? So when we don't, even if it's a complete stranger, trust and believe God is going to spin the block either for you or on you, depending where you are in the circumstance. I've seen it. So you don't have to worry. You know what I'm saying? If anything, not worrying about why this person didn't choose you actually frees you up to go and do other things and go and and talk to other people and, you know, like to just do your own thing and bring you closer and closer to the people who you're supposed to be with. Not everybody is your man. Not everybody is your shorty. Not everybody is your best friend. Not everybody is your gym buddy. Like, and it's okay. The only thing that is not okay is the fact that we are not using our emotional intelligence in these situations on both ends. Because like I said, ghosting is very immature. That's very immature. That's very childish. And that's very toxic. Like, if somebody goes to you, trust and believe they parents ghost them. I'm, t- I'm, yo, and if they parents not ghosting them now, they parent ghost them in the past. Like, come on, if you have trauma, why would you want to fuck with somebody who got trauma and they trying to unleash their trauma on you? Ghosting, if the person is narcissistic, ghosting is a tactic that they'll use to make you feel so devalued and so less than because they took away all their time and attention and love that when like that when they come back and they love bomb you now they kind of training you like a dog right they training you like a dog like pavlov like yes uh, uh salivate salivate even even when you don't hit a bell you salivating now because i done trained you to be my little slave like for real you re- yo i'm telling you you really got to be on point especially in the dating scene cuz you never know like like people are not dumb i'm telling you people are not dumb People, emotional intelligence is completely different from somebody being like real snarky and, and, and like sneaky and, you know, like just real, 
real deceptive. Like that's not emotional intelligence because emotional intelligence is also knowing what I do comes back to me, especially in regard to emotions. So if you hurt somebody, especially if it's a good person, a a decent person, a nice person, a respectable person, somebody who could communicate with you and there would have been no conflict and you didn't even give them a chance, you really, really think that you're going to move freely? No. You know how many guys like would try to holler at me or like my friends or whatever and then... And then, like, let's say the next day, you know, I don't hear from them or, like, my homegirl be like, oh, you know, I didn't hear from someone. So the next day, and then come to find out this mother, this mother got a wife, children, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, rejection is your protection. It really is. And there's nothing to investigate. There's nothing to investigate. And there's no respect needed to give to a person who moves like that, so immature and so childish. So that has been this episode on ghosting and, and, and being ghosted. And if you have been ghosted, I'm so sorry. It's a, it's a trash experience. But I would say that if you had ever been ghosted, I would write it down. I would write, I would write about it. I would write about it, write about the experience. Or if you have a podcast, record about it. Tell people your experience, right? Like Because that, that is actually like, actually, you know what? Before I go... I'm going to tell y'all, I'm going to tell y'all about an experience of when I got ghosted. Now, me ghosting other people is something that I've talked about in my podcast before. But me actually getting ghosted, mm, not really. Okay, so there was a time in my life where I had met this really, really attractive guy just sitting down at like a local, a local spot. And... Um, like, we just hit it off. I mean, like, hit it off. The conversation was there. The chemistry was there. The, the, the intimacy, you know, in regards to mental, mental intimacy was there. And, um, you know, the guy was like, you know, it was late night. So everybody's like, you know, a little, a little tipsy. I'm a definitely tipsy. And um, he goes to drive, you know, drive me home or whatever. And then he, like, starts to, like, try to, like, you know engage in in intimate physical intimacy with me and I'm just like bro no so so um anyways I thought everything was cool though you know what I mean like I didn't think like that somebody is that immature that if we don't have intimacy that I'm not gonna talk to you again like what so the next day no he gets home or whatever and texts me and goes um you know, I just, I just reached home. I'll talk to you tomorrow. So I'm like, okay, you know, glad to have met you as well, blah, blah, blah. Um, sorry guys. <laughs> um, yeah. So he's like, you know, talk to you tomorrow. So I'm like, yeah, okay, no problem. So tomorrow came, but the thing about the next day is that I actually was really, really busy the next day and I didn't realize that we didn't talk, but I'm like, you know what? He's, he's the guy. You know, I've already kind of initiated a lot. You know what I mean? Like, well, mm, maybe not. But still, like in the very beginning, as a woman, you shouldn't be initiating too much because you need to really see if a, if a guy really like you or not. So I don't recommend women initiating too much in the beginning because mm, it just gives off it gives off something that's not cute. So the next day comes, I don't hear from him, right? Then the next day came, I didn't hear from him again. Then the next day, then the next day, then the next day. So then after, I'm like, oh, 
oh, S, you know, I hope that this person is okay. So I text and I was like, hey, you know, hope all is well, blah, blah, blah. And that's all I said. Literally like three or four words. The person never responded. And honestly, like it, it really was so confusing to me that I got so mentally entrapped in getting ghosted that I, because I was trying to assess if I was really being ghosted. Cause I'm like, okay, well I have text you this day and then this day goes by that day goes by this day goes by and then I'm watching this person like literally because you know I'm looking to see if this person answered my message or not this person's phone is going on D&D like like it's going on and off D&D so you have your phone in your hand wait so what like and obviously you didn't block me so you're just like you're just letting my text sit there so I'm like you know what now nah, I'm about to cut this person off and I sure did I blocked them and never contact them again now granted if they was trying to reach out to me I wouldn't know because I blocked them but that was just such a trash experience because I really was busting my head like trying to figure out like What happened? You know what I'm saying? Because it's very rare that I meet people that I can connect with on an intellectual level. But just because somebody is an intellectual, it doesn't mean that somebody is not capable of being a narc or that maybe this person just wasn't for me. Like just period, no matter how you try to put it. So once I accepted that, then I moved on and I met somebody else. And, you know, we've been actually like really good now. But Just still, like, it just goes to show you that you have to let go of these experiences that don't go in your favor. Because as soon as you do, there's an experience right behind it that is in your favor. And that will give you what you're looking for. And I know that we were supposed to end about five, ten minutes ago. But I just had to get that out there. Because I just want y'all to know, like, this is real. This is real. And what we do with our our mental energy matters. Because like I said, I was so busy worrying about why this guy wasn't calling me back, texting me back, you know, contacting me back, that I was ignoring all the other guys that was trying to holler at me because I was not physically present. I was in my head. Get out of your head. Get out of your head. Get out of the bed. <laughs> if the, Okay, wait. I think I have a slogan here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If you get left on red, get out of your bed. (laughs) Wait, I just had it. Anyways, you know, sometimes, you know, if if you have a slogan for for getting ghosted and, and it's optimistic and inspirational, Please leave a comment, especially if you are a Spotify listener. Leave a comment on the podcast so we can get slogans for when we get ghosted (laughs) to make us feel better and to remind us of, of to keep it pushing. Okay, so I love you all. And until next time.